Hi, this is David Yaz at the Boston Podcast Network, hoping you are staying safe and healthy during this period of precaution over the coronavirus. It's difficult to connect with your clients and contacts in a period such as this, but here we continue to produce podcasts that allow you to connect with the people that you want to reach. You've got a rapt audience like never before. People are home, they're listening, and they're waiting to hear from you. We can create a professional podcast with a quick turnaround and do the whole thing remotely so you don't have to leave your home. Get in touch with us at pod617.com. very active starting a business. It takes a lot of gumption. I really want to dig in deep, figure out what makes these people tick, how they are leveraging their success to make the rest of the world a better place. You know, maybe have a couple of giggles along the way. From the Pod 617 studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's the Kilroy Report, the podcast that shares the stories of entrepreneurs and agency owners doing extraordinary things in an ordinary world. Now here's your host, Tim Kilroy. everybody. Thanks for stopping by. I'm here with Marla Cummins. She is an ADHD coach. She was my ADHD coach. And I am here to talk with her about the challenges of planning, not just for people with ADHD, but, but for entrepreneurs. Because even if you're an entrepreneur who is super buttoned up, you kind of have situational ADD because there's so much going on and it's really easy for stuff to fall through the cracks. And so the, the things that I want to talk with you today, Marla, about are you know, sort of your weekly planning process that, uh, that I, have, uh, I have encleaved to my bosom uh, because it is the thing that sort of uh, like makes the end of my week work. Um, uh, and, and then I want to talk to you about sort of like the, like the, like, what are the things you can do when, when stuff happens? Like when, like when you screw up, when someone else screws up, like, how do you, like, how do you, how do you handle those details and the detritus that comes from there? And also, by the way, please tell everybody about the awesome work you do at MarlaCummins.com. Yeah. So, uh, Tim, it's great to be here. Um, my work, you know, I'm an ADHD coach. I'm a productivity consultant. I do one-on-one -on -one coaching. I do groups. Uh, registration for a group is opening soon. Um, I do. I have an online community um, where we do a monthly webinar. There's a library of articles. So, you know, I try to have enough avenues so people can access the resources regardless of sort of where they are in terms of their capacity financially and time and energy. Yeah, and your 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 monthly uh, your monthly thing is like a subscription is like it's 12.95 a month. Yeah, uh, pre pretty 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 affordable and uh, uh, for anybody who is like feeling the stress of ADHD and you if anyone who listens to me I talk about my ADHD all the freaking time like it is totally worth the investment. All right. Yeah. Plug is over. All right. So so Mara, can you walk us through um, uh, the sort of the weekly planning process, the, you know, sort of that, like, you know, like empty everything out, you know, and throw it on the table. Just, yeah. like, just like Mrs. Manise used to do to my desk in fifth grade in front of the whole class, she'd just dump it out on the floor. Right. Because she was kind of terrible, but that's beside the point. Anyways. So it's sort of like a dumping it out on the floor and then putting it back together. Right. I mean, moment to moment, day to day as entrepreneurs, you know, we don't have time to do the upfront thinking that we need to do. Um, it's just not possible and you don't want to do it. You have other things that you need to do. So the idea of the weekly planning is that once a week, you pause, you take the time to do the upfront thinking that you need to do in order to make informed decisions where should I be focusing? What should I be attending to? You know, is there something that fell through the cracks? 
in terms of do you want to go into the nitty gritty or yeah, just so, sort of yeah so well well so so i mean let's let's talk about like how so if this is a digital world how do how do we how do we dump our desks out onto the floor and put it back together again i mean you know yeah. sort of, like conceptually if if i had a bunch of papers and business cards i needed to organize that would make sense yeah but but like we're digital and i've got like i've got email i've got facebook messenger i've got texts i've got linkedin messages totally. you know i've got whatever contact stuff from my website like, how do you manage all that? Like, that, yeah. You know, like, right, right. It's just, it's, it's really noisy. It's, it's noisy, and I think the, the thing about the, this weekly time is that you can have confidence that you don't have to worry about things, perhaps, because they will. They'll drop through the cracks during the course of the week. So you know at least once a week you're going to sit down, you're going to go through your text. Did I miss anything that I need to process? And as you're going through and you're processing these, what you're trying not to do, unless literally it takes two minutes or less, is you're trying not to do. You're trying to process. So did I miss anything? Is there a task that I need to put in? I don't know, Tim, if you have a task manager. you know. So you go through your text. You go through, do you have any voicemails? Did you miss anything? Listen to those. What do you need to do with those? People still leave voicemails? <laughs> really? But on occasion. Okay. All right. All right. So, and then emails, right? If it literally, if it's less than two minutes, you know, take care of it. But otherwise, you're processing your email, and that's probably for another podcast about processing email because you're going to miss things, right? Yep. There's a lot of noise, and you're just going to. And I think part of the thing is being compassionate with yourself, not expecting yourself to be, as you mentioned, all buttoned up. 100% of the time, all week, right? You do the best you can, and then once a week, you slow down. So you go through your email, you go through your calendar. What's coming up? What do I need to be preparing for? What happened? Is there anything I promised that I didn't put in my task manager? So I'll stop for a minute and yeah, let so, you kind of ask yeah, questions. Yeah, so so uh, by, by the way, uh, just uh, this process, works even if you don't have ADHD. So Oh, absolutely. Everyone should be doing and, it. And, and I enforced this uh, when I was working for other folks. I enforced this on my on my team. Yeah. Uh, so that they would do it and inevitably uh, and inevitably like there there were th there were things that were regularly missed. They may not have been big things, but there were things that were regularly missed, you know, so so individual people would miss the same things again and again and again just because it didn't fit into the way that they were thinking. So then we actually had to go create a process to make it work. Right. And, and, right? and, and, and I know that, that like people, I, I'm going to say, when, when I first started doing this, oh, my God, I hated it. It was so bad. You did. Oh, yes. I mean, and, and I'll, I'll be honest. I remember. I mean, I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I still kind of hate it. Like, like, because, because like you, like there's some, like you miss something. You're like, OMFG. Like I, like, I, like there's this thing and I, and, right. I, and you have, and, and, you know, I, I don't know that people without ADHD have this impulse, but like, if there's something that I can act on, like right now, whether it's not the right thing to do like yeah i do it because because you know i'm a lot like my dog in that regard like bam go let's go let's go let's go we're going for a walk right and so and so it's all about action and and you know action and productivity are, are kind of they're almost like diametrically opposed right they can be right i mean i think you know a few things that you mentioned that i sort of want to dive into one is being okay with the discomfort, like it feels uncomfortable not to do, right? I want to do this. I want to do this now. But wait, no, I'm processing. I'm reviewing. I'm planning. And so being okay and noticing, wow, this feels uncomfortable, and then remembering why in this moment you're choosing to do this rather than acting. Right. Because you're connected to that visceral reward, right, of what happens if you do this. Yeah. So, so actually, and you know what? It's it's the 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 reward. Yeah. Is the reward is not in completing the action. It's yeah. in stopping the painful thing that you're doing, right? Yeah. So it's, yeah. So it's 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 like it's escape. Like action is an is an escape. Procrastination, so, absolutely. 
Yeah. So, so, so I think one, like this is a mental con this, this so by the way, everybody's going to get a deep look into my psyche right now. So, uh, so I have the opportunity. I think everyone else should. Okay. So, and this actually, you don't even know about this because this is something oh, I, developed, okay. that, that I developed later. Um, so, so what I started to think about yeah. was not the stuff that I have to do, but I sort of made uh, like, I, I compartmentalized a little bit. And so I, I have this, like this imaginary version of myself. So I've, yeah. got, I've got Tim, the CEO, like yeah. those are strategic things I need to think about. There's Tim, my ops guy, like what's the stuff like billing, blah, blah you know, all that sort of stuff. Like I'll put, like I'll organize that stuff for him. Yeah. And then I've got Tim, the marketing guy, like what's the stuff that that Tim needs to do. And so I, like, so, oh, wow. so, so I take, because if it's all me, yeah. Right. And if it's, if it's like, and this happens, like every, every small business owner I know thinks like, Oh my God, like there's so much. Yeah. Right. And especially if, especially if you were just, if, if you've got a small team or if uh, you know, if you're using just a couple of VAs or whatever, and like, like you, you own all that stuff. Right. Yeah. And you become this, you become this hub in a, uh, you know, with all these spokes of activity that are coming out of you. And that doesn't scale, like that doesn't scale. You can't ever, like if, if you have to be in the middle of everything. So how does that help you? I mean, that sounds like you're an Aussie. It's like you're, it's like you're stepping outside of yourself and you're sort of depersonalizing yeah, it in the sense like, of like, so yeah, like, so, uh, uh, um, I really had to think about it uh, um, uh, as if even, you know, as if I were a team. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> right? Um, but, but actually, but there's, uh, do you know Jocko Willink? No. Uh, so he's, uh, he's a former Navy SEAL. He's written a couple of, he's written a bunch of books. One of them's called oh. um, Extreme Ownership. And, uh -huh. he, and he described this uh, sort of beautifully. Uh, uh, so leadership is a, the the best leadership yeah. is is situationally detached. Uh-huh. Uh so you step back a little bit because yeah. you can see more. Right. And and so uh a process that I was like when I was doing my weekly jumble, right? My my weekly, yeah. you know, dumping out my desk, um it was very emotional for me. Because mm. because I didn't have that compassion, right? Right. I kept on thinking like, oh my god, you screwed that up, or this hasn't been done yet. Oh, like, like you know, and so and the detachment, was, right? So well, so so I was so I was it, yeah. I was, it, it was very it was very personal, and yeah. I wanted to and and I and I and I really thought like, God, the, the reason why I didn't want to do it is because I kept on saying, like, you keep on screwing up, like, right? And who wants to face that all the time, right? right? Right. And, and, and so you avoid it. Right. And, and, you know, lots of, I mean, so entrepreneurs, a, a lot, you know, they're like, they're thinking like success, 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 but you know, being an entrepreneur, not the way it happens. We both know, like it's, it's, it's an indirect path. And, and, you know, the majority, the majority of your time is spent doing stuff that doesn't work out the way you think it's going to. Right. And I think, you know, when it comes to the weekly review, so, you know, there's sort of the processing, there's the planning, you know, but the other part of it that you're making a really good point about is there's the, okay, so what worked, what didn't work, you know, it's a time to slow down. And for a lot of entrepreneurs, and particularly for ADHD adults who are entrepreneurs, that slowing down doesn't necessarily come naturally. So it's about getting into the habit of, okay, this is the time when I do that. When I think about what are my best practices, you know, what went well last week, where can I improve? Right. And, 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 and also what really helped me yeah. was, was, was detaching enough to think about these as problems to be solved. Absolutely. Right. Not about you personally, Tim. Yeah. And, yeah. And, wow. And, that's awesome. Right. And that's why I, that, that's how I came up with the construct of, of, 
you know, of having these sort of imaginary versions of myself yeah. because like, you know, I mean, what I, what I have done throughout my entire career is I have solved problems yeah. for other people. Right. Right. So how did that shift help you do it more effectively? Well, first of all, uh, I had to like, I, I had to sort of, instead of making a, a, like a giant list of everything that, yeah. that I had yeah. to do. Right. Yeah, that's overwhelming and soul crushing. And even like, even if you don't have ADHD, if your to do list is really long, you're thinking like, Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Um, but this allowed me to chunk it up. Right. So I, so like I had, I had strategic things, I had operational things, I had marketing things, I had client things. Right? And so, and so like, I, ha so this sounds like cuckoo. Um, instead of, instead of sort of like organizing something into like a long narrative of stuff that I needed to do, yeah. I broke it up into little chapters. Like, so this no, I mean, that's absolutely, yeah. I mean, I think the way people should do it, right? Because if you ever look at a long list, you know, um, your tendency is going to be to avoid it. I mean, you have to have some way of breaking it down. Okay, I'm working on this, and then I'm working on this. Yeah, uh, and, 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 and I have found... Um, that now I, I know that that you are a, a like a big fan of Todoist. Any 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 container that's going to work for you that um, you can be confident that your tasks are there and you don't because you're not going to remember them so you don't need to keep them in your head. I mean whether it's paper or electronic, I tend to prefer electronic, but you know whether it's paper or electronic, something that yeah, you so can put stuff in. Yeah. So for, for, uh, you know, since the age of, uh, you know, like for the past, I, like 20, well, first of all, I never planned anything before, but you know, for like 20 years, I was like, uh, an, an only digital guy I would never, ever, ever think about writing stuff down on paper because managing physical things is hard. Like, yeah. And, and if I did that, I would always, I, you know, I'd end up with like 20,000 pieces of paper with notes that I didn't understand on it. Uh, and, right. And, and uh, what I, I, I have actually settled on like a, like a hacked up version of bullet journaling. Oh yeah. A lot of people like that. And, and the, I'll say the, the thing that has made it work for me so much is, is I actually, um, I, I put it down into uh, there's there's like the, I I split up my 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 daily task into uh, into three things. There's there's uh, uh, it's the, and I call them the three T's. Uh -huh. So we've got uh, to so we've got uh, you know uh, to do, uh, tinker and thinker. Uh huh. And so so to do is like the and that's I like, like that like, like the mundane stuff you have to do like call for a prescription whatever like and and I and I. And I sort of put those down at the beginning, you know, like, you know, I get my little list at the end of the week and then I, I like on Monday or Monday morning, usually I actually sort of yeah. put it together. Uh, and then tinker is stuff that's already in progress that I, like, I need to, you need to I, work I, on. Yeah. Like, you know, if I'm in the middle of a, of a, of a, uh, you know, presentation for somebody or whatever, like, and I need to do something and that's why I put it. And then thinker is stuff that, that I want to keep track of, but I may not, be taking action on it, but like I'm rolling around in my head somehow. Yeah, and I really I'm, like that, Tim, because I think the one missing piece I think for a lot of entrepreneurs is that intentional sort of thinking, right? Like these are things that are sort of on my plate. I'm not necessarily doing them right now, but I I want to keep on letting them simmer. Right, and I have found that uh, the the like the act of writing them down. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, the first time I write them down, I try not to take too many shortcuts. I sort of yeah. try to be fairly expository about them. And then, you know, over time they get shorter and shorter because I have, I figured out the, the, the essential bits of it. But, uh, but I think that's, that is really like a, uh, that is such a powerful that. So the act of writing it down is great because it forces you to slow down enough to, to like make it real. Right. But the other, the other remarkable thing about for, for me anyways, is that that thinker part like that allows me to 
like live in the future a little bit. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and certainly, you know, entrepreneurs universally, and as a matter of fact, I just had this very conversation with one of my clients this morning yeah. is uh, like, it's okay if you are an entrepreneur, like you have to live a little bit in the future. Absolutely. Because, because you don't, like you can't build what you need to build or create what you need to create or do what you need to do unless you know where you're headed. Right. Right. And so you've, I, got, you've got to give yourself permission to live in the future. Absolutely. And I think part of, you know, the um, thing that you're highlighting, I think today that's really important for people to hear is that there's all sorts of ways to do this. You know, you need to do, you need to think, you need to tinker and how you end up doing this, you know, you know, there's enough brain science behind sort of the kinesthetic connection between writing and, you know, allowing yourself to think about it. So the bullet journal, a lot of people like using, sometimes they use sort of a hybrid version, you know, they use the bullet journal for like daily and weekly, and then they have an electronic task manager for like the master list. Um, so there's no, I think the important point is there's no right or wrong way, and you've yeah. done a fabulous job of finding a way that works for you to do what's important, which is to do that upfront thinking. So I've got a quick question for you. How's your pipeline? If you said anything other than, holy guacamole, it's bursting full, Tim, I've got something that'll probably put some more appointments on your calendar. It's all about cold email and messaging. And you know, right now, cold email is blazing hot. And I've taken everything that I've learned over the last two decades about cold email, the structures, the psychology, the delivery, the list building, and I've put it into Tim's awesome cold email compendium. This guide gives you over 75 different email frameworks with real examples that you can model. Everything from a single rifle shot to the perfect prospect to a multi-message sequence that can excite and qualify potential clients based on your criteria. Tim's awesome cold email compendium can help you dramatically ramp up your pipeline fast. So I want you to check it out at coldemailcompendium.com forward slash podcast. And just for you, the listeners of the Kilroy Report podcast, along with the compendium, I will include some of my client-only trainings, 11 minutes closer to the perfect sales call, and my hour-long lesson on how to win more business for your agency. These alone can add hundreds of thousands of dollars to your revenue, but when we put that together with the giant buckets of leads that you're going to be generating with the frameworks and strategies in Tim's awesome cold email compendium, well, you might just find yourself complaining that you just don't know what to do with all your extra money. So that's Tim's cold email compendium at coldemailcompendium.com forward slash podcast. Let's jump into this. There's not a right way because you know for me it's a, it's it was trial and terror. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. You know, yeah. I, like I, I I like I tried like every stupid organizational program. I tried like you know over the course of my life, I must have spent you know tens of thousands tens of thousands of dollars minimally on yeah. trying to get myself organized. Right, never able to do it. Yeah, but. but uh, it, 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 and it like the, the evolution. And by the way, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call myself like, like super duper organized, but like for the most part, I feel like it works well enough. Yeah, it works well enough. But, but the, and I'll, I must share that like the one thing that, um, that works super well for me and yeah. writing it down is, uh, if you've got your, like your task list for the day or for the week and you need to, yeah. and you have to write it. And on a daily basis, you have to write it down. Yeah. Um, uh, you know what you didn't get done. If you have to carry it over to the next day, and then the next day, and then you might realize, like, oh, wait a minute. Right. What's going on here? Or, or that thing wasn't important. Maybe. Right. And and so and so the um, uh, you know that that is sort of like like the fact that you know prioritizing poorly yeah. sometimes creates urgency where none exists. Right. And I have found through the act of, of going of journaling is the fact that some stuff that when I, when I take it in and it feels important. Even urgent. 
right? It feels like it's on fire, but then for whatever reason, I didn't get it done. And it's still there the next day or then, you know, if it's there yeah. two days or three days, that's fine. But if I get to like four or five or six or seven days and I still got that thing hanging out, clearly it wasn't really that urgent. Right. Well, and I would say sometimes that's true and, and sometimes that's not. And it's very contextual, you know. Yeah, sure. so, Absolutely. Because sometimes it's, there's just stuff you're avoiding. Right. Right. I mean, I mean, I think it's more, it goes back to that taking the time to do the upfront thinking. If this feels urgent and I'm not doing it, so you have an opportunity to look at it and say, okay, so what's going on? Do I not know how to do it? Is there yeah. some fear? Is there some help I need? I mean, there could be numerous reasons. Or is it maybe with everything I have going on right now, maybe it's just not important right now. So I, I heard um, – uh, I, I read this other great book recently uh, called Stillness is the Key – by uh, holiday, um, and I don't say that to ADHD adults. <laughs> oh man, that that is a first of all great book, awesome book. Yeah, but, and I don't know if this is a uh, um, if, if this is true or not, uh, but he tells a story about Napoleon, uh, uh -huh. who, who uh, said that uh, even on the battlefront would not open his mail for three weeks. And so it might have taken him a month, like a month to get to him. And then right. he let it sit down, sit, sit around for three weeks. And then, and, and, and the reason why he did that is those things that, you know, that he, that most things handled themselves. Yeah. Right. And not, not that, uh, you know, as an entrepreneur, you don't want people, to, you don't want things to handle themselves. Yeah. But I think there is uh, there, there is some wisdom there that, uh, uh, Letting you know, let, letting the uh, the smaller things play out the way that they're going to play out, um, you know, saves your energy for the things that really need your attention. Yeah, definitely. You know, and I think again, it, you know, for everyone, it's going to look different, but you need to defer things. And I think the really important point that you're making is that fire drills aren't always fire drills, particularly for adults with ADD. You know, just because you feel that it's urgent giving yourself time to, you know, really breathe, slow down, think about it. It's like, well, what's going to happen if I defer this? Or, you know, do I need to do it? And then how does it get done? Right. But that's sort of a different conversation between sort of the weekly planning. The whole purpose of this is to put you in a better place to execute. Right. Well, and I think a big part of, uh, like a big part of, of success as an entrepreneur and, uh, is is really is is deciding the things that you need to execute on yeah right uh, and and in a world that's so noisy and especially you know i deal with 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 agencies and they're all sort of you know people that are are like they they love the torrent of noise that comes off of of the internet yeah um, There is like there's there's so much noise that that everything sort of has equal urgency and importance, and one of the the most important things a company leader can do is really decide where to focus their energy. Absolutely, right. Absolutely. I mean, you know, you you have to, and sometimes. Um, just because you're deferring something doesn't mean that it's not important. It may be, it just vis-a-vis -vis everything else that you have to do, it's not where you need to focus time and attention now. Um, you know, so for an example, I was sharing just before we went on today, I was sharing with you that, you know, I'm doing a podcast as well and I've decided that I want to do the editing. Is it a good use of my time? Probably not. You know, from a business standpoint, there are probably people that could do it. There are people that can do it better than me, but I'm doing it because, you know, I enjoy it and it's fun. And that's perfectly legitimate, but there's a trade-off, right? Because now I'm spending my time doing something that somebody else could do better. Right. So. But, but, but like, you know, you get paid in different ways from it, right? There's, there's a sense of satisfaction, all that sort of stuff. And it's, and, you know, as, as long as, as, as long as the, payback that you get from that doesn't come at the expense of 
other paybacks that are more necessary, then it's cool, right? Right. Yeah. You know, Ted, I'm curious. So how did you sort of get over that hump? You know, when we were working together doing the weekly review was, I don't think it would be an understatement to say it was kind of painful. Yeah, and so it's, it's what miserable. was sort of the turning point for you? Uh, you know, the turning, the, like the turning point, the, well, the, the, tur the turning point was, was things were not getting better. Yeah, you know, like, uh, like, so, so, uh, so, uh, you know, like, like all of us, I, I, like, sort of fell off the, 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 the weekly planning wagon, right? You know, yeah. It, like, and so, and so, then, 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 I realized that I was, I was super stressed, and it wasn't yeah. because I had too much to do; it's because I didn't know what I had to do. Right, or right. when I was going to do it, or how it was going to get done. Well, actually, so th those were a secondary concern, right? <laughs> like I couldn't. Even, what? Yeah, because yeah, because I didn't yeah. even know. Like I couldn't even worry about that stuff because because I had I had let enough stuff sort of pile up that I like it was like this big vibrating blob of anxiety. Totally. And 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 you know, you know, I I made a promise to myself that that in. In order to grow, yeah. in order to in in order to you know to, honestly to like run the kind of business I wanted to run, to be the father to the children I have, you know, you know, to be the person that I wanted to be, like, yeah. I I couldn't I couldn't live with that quivering blob of anxiety over here, and I couldn't like I couldn't ignore it, right? And and so and so you know even though nobody likes to do the stuff that sucks, like I I had to, like I had to. I had to give myself permission yeah. to jump into the sucky stuff because, honest to goodness, it was too easy to not give myself permission. Totally. And right. you would survive that discomfort. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the trade-off of not doing it is the, what you're describing is that cognitive overload that leads to the stress and overwhelm because you don't even know what's on your plate. Right. right? And, I think, and I think, you know, the uh, the – and I, and I think that, that, that's sort of a, like, that is a big, that's a, that's a big thing is, is not, not, not managing every last detail. Totally. Like that's not going to happen. Like, I don't know who, I don't, you know, <laughs> the people who can do that are aliens. Um, but, but, uh, but honestly, the, the, like the real, I think the real power is in, is in, you know, giving yourself permission to like look at what's in front of you. Yeah. Because, you know, because I, I, you know, for me certainly like if it's, if it's full of details and it's hard and like, I don't like, I'm like, I all like, I, I like tune it out. Right. Right. And I would say, I mean, we've said this a few times, but I really think that it's worth reinforcing, like be okay with the discomfort rather than, because when you're procrastinating, right, you're trying to defer the discomfort or escape the discomfort. So, like, this really feels uncomfortable, and I'm going to be okay. I can, I can just start this. I can just touch this. You know, I think is really important to remember. So, right, and and by the way, you know, you do build up your tolerance for discomfort, right? right. I like, survived it, right? right? Like I can do this. I mean, I mean, you never, you're never like, yes, I'm gonna do it, like, man. Come on, no? give, give me, give me a ten thousand row spreadsheet where I have to find the like, right. the, like the one mistake. Like, no, that's like, but I'm but, up for the challenge, right? But, but you know, like the first time, you're like, oh, Jesus, this is gonna hurt. And yeah, like the first like five minutes, it does, and you're like, okay, whatever, right? And you sort of get right, over it. and then you get into it, and you just do it. Right. You know, and I think the other, I mean, this is sort of a connective point to that is that, and you mentioned this before, like you're going to fall off the wagon regardless of how many, you know, tools and processes and strategies you have at some point you're going to stop using them. You know, your basement floods, life becomes overwhelming. Something happens with the kids. So it's not trying to do it a hundred percent perfectly all the time. It's closing the gap between when you fall off, noticing that you're not doing it, and then getting back on and doing it in a very compassionate way. It's like 
yeah, it got away from me. So let me just get back to it. Right. right. You know, and, and it's, it's, uh, you know, it's not, it's, it's not a moral failing, right? That's really important. Right. It's a, it's a, it's a condition. It's a brain wiring failing. Right. And, you know, and, and even if you don't have ADHD, like it's, it's a situational failing. It's okay. Yeah. Like you, you it's life. On. Life happens. The, the, so, so here's, here's something that we can bring this right, right back to the, like the world that I live in of entrepreneurs and agencies. Yeah. Uh, they are so, ex, they're so, I don't want to say desperate there, but they're so focused on growing. Yeah. And, and so they, they often try to do more. Yes. Right. You know, they, they have one service and then they, they hear about somebody else who has another service that's killing. I got to do that. So they add that service and then they add a third service. And pretty soon it's like a team of five people who have 10 services and they might be able to do them all, but they're not really good at doing them all. Yeah. And, and something that I work with my agency owners with is like giving them this, giving their teams the chance to get really good at something. Yeah. Right. And, and even though, um, you know, uh, rep, like repetition, or you might think if you're like, if you're, if you only do this thing, yeah. Like you don't, like you don't get, um, like, you know, you'll get bored a bit. Yeah. But what happens is like you get really good at it and you get more efficient at it because you see stuff that you didn't see before and like you can just move through it faster and, and, uh, and uh, and I always try to to tell my my agency owners that there's a a, a Bruce Lee uh, quote again. I don't know if this is real. But it <laughs> says, uh, you know, he says, "I do not fear the man that knows ten thousand kicks. Uh-huh. I fear the man that has done one kick ten thousand times." Totally right. Well, and can I offer a, maybe a slightly different way of looking at it? Yeah. You know, to me, it all depends on context and what you need, right? Sometimes you need to focus on what you do and doing that well and really practice that. But I think particularly for um, adults with ADD, when they're entrepreneurs, sometimes, you know, it's making the decision, like, I want to do this other thing. I have a lot on my plate, but there's this other thing that's really interesting should I go and do it? And it'll take me a long time. If I just do it a little, it'll take me a long time to get really good at it. But it interests me so much that I think I'll take it on. So I don't know that I hear what you're saying, but I don't know that there's a right or wrong way. Like to say really interested in your business. Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. 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 So, so I think uh, on an individual level. Yeah. Right. That's like having that prerogative is awesome. Yeah. Right? As you're trying to build a company. Yeah. 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 Right. Like you, right. Like, like you have to fight that right. because, because, you know, at, at the end of the day, it's not, if you're a good, if you're a good team leader, if you're a yeah. good CEO, like it's yeah. not about you. Right. And it's not about what's interesting to you. Yeah. It is. It's actually, it's about giving your team, yeah, best what they opportunity need. to be the best at what they can do because they're the people that make the whole thing go. Right. right? Yeah. So how do you get them to do the plan? I mean, that's sort of my curiosity. How do you, like you buy into this, I buy into this. How do you, and let's say the people that you coach buy into it, how do you have their team members buy into this concept of so, sort of the weekly planning? So How did you do it? So. So I work with, so, so the, like the first, the first layer yeah. is sort of, is sort of, is sort of uh, helping the, the agency, the company leader, like figure out what, you know, where the issue is, right? Yeah. So is it in, and, and, and often uh, the thing that they're fee- like the thing that they experience, like yeah. poor sales, customers leaving, clients, you know, uh, uh, team members leaving, whatever, those are all the symptoms, uh. right? And so, and so we've, uh, so the first thing we have to do is we have to sort of abstract that and help people figure out like, okay, that's the symptom. What's, what's the cause of that? Right. Like, like where's the problem? So the problem is usually like one or two steps above where you're feeling the pain. Mm. Right? And so, and so that's where we start. 
is like we figure out like we and and we really try to depersonalize this and and make this about building a process that works right and it's not and and it's not about like who made the wrong process or who didn't think about process or if you're not communicating and they're not listening whatever like it doesn't matter it's not working right, right. so so all so all we're looking at is is sort of functionally how do we how do we take where we are yeah and and you know and and move it to a place that's closer to working as quickly as possible right because right. presumably we all have the same objective exactly exactly and, and but but and and i think one of the one of the biggest issues especially yeah. with with sort of early stage uh companies is that they they don't have a, they they have a vision, yeah. But it's not fleshed out well enough, you know. Like, I want to be successful, right? And they don't they don't understand like what that means. They don't put definitions around it. They don't understand the impact it has, or or what they need to do in order to have a machine that can create that success. Right. And so and so we we I really do try to compl like completely depersonalize it. And the first thing we say is like, okay. Like what? What are your goals? Like what? And and we sort of deconstruct that, and and then we say, okay, in order for you to get that, and that's all great. There's no judgment. Doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. In order you you get that, your company needs to be doing this, so that you can so that you can get that benefit out of it. So we. So is that the foundation? At least one of the foundations. You know, as you were talking, I was thinking about so. What is the foundation then for companies for the weekly planning? It doesn't start there. It has to start earlier than that. Yeah. So, well, so, so in order to sort of push the concept of planning into everybody, yeah. like the, the, the most, like the most important person is, is the leader. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because, and so the, the leader has got to buy into this. And so what we have to do is we have to create, we have to we have to articulate the vision of what they want a business plan or something like that or or just or just a description yeah but it has to be like yeah. it has to be real enough right yeah. it has to be it has to be meaningful that you can put it into concrete terms right as and, well. so, and so like and so uh, uh, for instance you know just like i would like to i would like to make $400,000 next year yeah great Awesome. So we're going to do, do that? that. Like, yeah. so in order to do that, based on the you know the way your margins work and all that sort of stuff, your company has to be able to make be making this. Yeah. Right? Like it's got to be making whatever six million dollars. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Great. So where are you now? And then we sort of and, and so we say okay, where you've got to get from two million to six million. Yeah. Right. And there's a there's a there's a gap there. So what we have to do is we've got to create a machine that will drive you from 2 million to 6 million because the machine you have built get got you from 0 to 2 million right and so and so then then we have then we have turned it into a machine that needs to be built yeah and part of building a good machine is having the right specs for the gears yep. and levers and pulleys right you know and so and those specs are essentially the activities that your company needs to do. And so in order to be able to build that machine, like you've got to be able to say, okay, great. These, like, like the pain, the, the, the piece of the machine that doesn't work. Yeah. Has a particular shape, right? Whatever. And it could be, it could be communication with, with clients. So that becomes this thing we're thinking about. How do we communicate better with clients? And then we jump into the planning part of it or the, the sort of the, the cleanup part of it. Like, okay, if we're, th if we're thinking strategically about, right. about client communication, let's everybody dump out all the client communication you've had and let's see if it's, if it's right. So if here's what I'm curious about is, you know, when we're talking about um, ADHD adult entrepreneurs, what is the um, mechanism, you know, presumably you do this, right? You get this high level, you get the levers and, you know, they know what it is that they're supposed to do. So what's the mechanism for remembering that 
on a monthly and weekly basis yeah. that that's their objective. Well, so so I also uh, I also encourage um, not everybody does this, but I do encourage people to sort of like write down where they're trying to get to. Yeah. Right. And and make it real. Like, you know, and so if, if, um, cause I'm a, I'm like, I'm a big believer in, uh, sort of, uh, the, the more real you can make your goal, uh-huh. the better that like the better able you are to create a circumstance, like to you, like you understand all the pieces that go to, to delivering that goal. So for instance, for me, like the thing that I want to build in my life, yeah. uh, again, deep look into my psyche. Um, but the, you know, uh, I'm 72 years old, so that's 20 years from now. Uh-huh. Uh, I am sitting on an Adirondack chair on my porch in Nantucket and it's, it's early summer. So it's, uh-huh. like, it's like mid June, maybe late June. Um, and I have five kids. So my five kids are there uh-huh. with their families and their kids. They're visiting. They're visiting. Um, but summertime, I don't know. They, they, but, but they're, they're, they're all there. And, and, um, and my wife who's sitting next to me, yeah. uh, she reaches over to me and, yeah. and puts her hand on mine and her hand is cold, you know, it's cause it's chilly out and we're old. Yeah. And, 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 and so I have created this very like rich emotional meaningful cause I, cause I can, I see myself looking at my children and their children and, you know, I'm feeling like, uh, you know, this is like, this is something that could not have existed unless my wife and I built this family. Right. And right. so, and so I'm feeling this, this particular moment of pride and contentment. And so I've got that vision in my head. Right. And so then I need to sort of like, what are like, so I've got that emotional thing, but now if I flesh it out, like, what do we need? So, uh, you know, if I want to have a house on Nantucket that I could fit my five kids and their kids in. Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah. That's gotta be a big. That's gotta be a big <laughs> house, right? So, so you know, so and and I've got like you know, that means I probably need like ten million bucks, All right? And so and then I'm like, okay, so that's twenty years from now because I'm seventy-two in that picture. So so like the next twenty years, I've got to generate ten million dollars in order to be able to push it into this house, right? And so. so- Here's the here's the question I have, Tim. So yeah. if you so you have this vision, which I think having that visceral connection, you know, I mean, you have to remember that vision, like each week, like this is sort of this long off um, goal. But in terms of concrete actions that you need to take in order to get to that, like how do you bring oh, yeah. so that have- into the present if we're talking about sort of the weekly planning and that how do you remember that each week in terms of motivating you to both do it and then take the right action yeah so 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 once you like once you have that big goal right yeah and you've got your time frame yeah like you're like your your brain is actually like super good at at like like reverse engineering things Right, like if you got to be here and you're here, like there's a bunch of steps you need to take. And I don't think ADD adults are very good at reverse engineering that. But. No, 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 I think that no, they so so they 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 are. I mean, they may not be complete, like they, but yeah, they, yeah, but, yeah, like, yeah, right. And I think that's that's sort of. But, they can but, learn and practice. Yeah. But but the but the so the issue is like okay, so if I need to be at a particular place in a particular time, right? So like, where do I need to? Where do I need to be? you know, this year. Yeah. Great. So then you've got your, your, your goal that's far enough away, right? But it's connected to your bigger goal, but it's far enough away that, that like, you know, you feel like you've got time. It's not on top of you. Like, right. Yeah. And, so, and, and so that's what you keep your, your eye on is like, where do I need to be in a time that I can imagine? Right. That I can, right. right? And then, and then you, then you think like, okay, great. So if I got to be there, in you know whatever 10 months where am i today like so and then i like everybody can do math where they can you know and say like okay great so that means on a monthly basis i need to do this amount have this right and then and then once you have that near amount that sort of quarterly amount right 
you can break that down to a monthly amount and then to a, a weekly amount, or right? And then you have to say like, okay, what do we need to do in order to create that much? To create, and right into that. Right. And, then, and then you're like, okay, great. If I need to make whatever, if, if we need to drive our revenue to $100,000 next month, like how, many, like how many customers do I need to talk to in order to make that happen? Exactly. And I think the point that you're making is really important that this process doesn't come naturally for ADD adults. But I think, you know, in terms of time blindness, it's like oh. 20 years. Wow, that is way, you know, a year, a month. I mean, that is way too far in the future. So I think the, the point that you're making that's really important is that taking the time, taking the time each week to do that reverse engineering because it yeah. doesn't come naturally. You know, you're not like thinking each day. You're just doing, right? Right. So, yeah. and, and I, and, and, but I think what, what is like super, super meaningful or for me anyways, yeah. is, is as you, as you like bring that, that goal, you know, but it was just easy to talk about money, but that money goal, right. Yeah. Um, as you bring that closer, right. And then you can, then you can say like, okay, so what do I need to do in order to make that happen? Right. Yeah. And, that, and that means that, okay, like whatever, I have to talk to 10 customers or 20 customers or 50 customers, whatever that number is. And then, then you're then, and that's, cl that's closer, right. than the weekly financial goal, right. So like, okay, so I have to talk to this many customers this week. How am I going to do that? And then, then you say, okay, then you have to break that down to like a, like a sub process. Like, you know, how does that happen? How does yeah, that so happen how day to day? Like, yeah. okay, that means I've got to do like, I've got to have like have this many clicks on my website or whatever. And so you just break it. You keep on, like you have your goal, but then you realize like that goal yeah. is actually a result of stuff you've done. Right. right? So, like, you know, and I think Tim, the other really important point that I think is, is helpful for people sometimes is that you can, you know, during the course of the week, you can sort of let go of the goal once you've determined the right steps. Yeah. Right. And, and that sort of takes away some of that stress and overwhelm. It's like, I don't have to worry about hitting 5 million. I need to focus on what's going to help me call 10 customers today. Exactly. Exactly. And, so. the, and the, the other, like the, the huge, like the enormous thing is, is that the, uh, those goals yeah. Those are all results. Yeah. Right. And, and results are lagging indicators. Right? right. And you don't know, I mean, you can't be a hundred percent sure, but if you reverse engineer it and said, if I want these results, I'm more likely to get them if I take these actions. Right. And then if you, so if during you, my weekly planning, I'm going to determine how I'm going to take those weekly actions. Yeah. And that's where I'm going to focus my time and energy. Right. And so then it's, you sort of like, like, uh, you, you really break it down into like, there's like, there's things that I'm working on this quarter and there's stuff I'm working on this month and then this week. And then, and then if you are, if you're, if you're paying attention enough, which is hard, right? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Like, yeah. like you, like, I you mean, know, that's why we're talking about this, right? Yeah, but, but like, you know, that, that like in order to hit your goal of that's going to happen this week, yeah. you, know, you got to take all these steps and you know that you cannot talk to 300 people on Friday, <laughs> right? And, and, and so then, but it, and if you're continually missing your goal, like the, 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 you have to like push through the discomfort of like thinking, yeah, like, I mean, you know, you like, you're not trying to set yourself up for, to, to constantly look at your failure. Yeah. But I think the, like the super powerful thing here is like the, the end result, the goal that you yeah. set out, like that is a function of what you're doing right now. Right. And I would say just a bit of a twist rather than pushing through the discomfort because then it's, it sort of has this connotation of a lot of energy. Just sort of notice it and be okay with it. It's like, yeah, I'm feeling you know, this discomfort, but I'm just going to touch it. I'm just going to start rather than trying to struggle or fight with the discomfort. Right. Exactly. Right. And, and, and also the, you know, if, if you're not getting where you want to be. Yeah. Right. 
it's actually it's it's not that the where you want to be is wrong it's just that you didn't you just didn't do you just didn't have the right collection of stuff to do to get there and so so it's like it's not a it's not a failure yeah it's just a problem to be solved exactly and i think that really goes to the point you know one of the things is you know kind of emotional regulation oh huge emotional regulation and for everybody but yeah emotional especially if you're trying to build a business emotional regulation is uh, it, it is like the hobgoblin. Like it is the thing that that throws everybody off track. And so, how do you, you know? And obviously, I talk about this a lot with people. But how do you manage that when you're thinking of this place in Nantucket? You want to make five million dollars, and how do you not let that emotion take over so that you're not necessarily taking the right steps to get there? So, uh, well. Part of it, our imaginations are pretty good, right? Because it's like it's in your head. It's like everything's possible, like, you know, whatever. Like, you know, there's no constraints. There's no process. And, yeah. so, and so I, like, I allowed myself to create this vision, and I, uh, and I gave myself permission just to let it be what I wanted it to be. Yeah. I, and I did not necessarily, I did not compromise on it because of where I was or what I thought the obstacles were. I just allowed myself to imagine it and, and, you know, and live there. Like, like, and so, and so like, it is a, like for me, like it's a very real thing. Yeah. I mean, like I can, like, I can, like, I, I mean, right now, I, if I think about it, I can actually feel my wife's hand on mine. I mean, so, so I've allowed myself to make it that real. Right. Right. And so, so then, uh, you know, and then if, if I'm not heading in that direction, like, well, holy guacamole, like, but that's so real. Right. And so, and so like, if there's a, if there's like a dis and so that, and, and you know, if there's a big enough, if there's a big enough disconnect between yeah. where you are and what feels, you know, for me, what feels real, like, wow. Like, you know, that, 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 that gives you the opportunity and frankly the the mandate and permission to say like oh what do i need to change right and i know, you know change, like and i know change is so hard like i mean i've been trying to change uh, i'm 52 so i'm going to i'm say like for the last 45 years i've been trying to like <laughs> like 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 figure out how to like fit in some other thing right and you don't need to do that i mean it's about you have this vision and this goal. And one of the things that sometimes people do is they make it very, I mean, they have a picture, yeah. you know, they, so you can, you know, cause one of the things with adults with ADD, right. Is you forget, you forget this vision that sort of propels you forward. Um, but I think remembering that vision and remembering, you know, when things get stressful and overwhelmed, why you're doing what you're doing, you know, the, the reward for it. Why does it have value for you? And also remembering that you have agency. Yeah. You don't have to do it. Right. You know. And, and a part of and uh, part of my uh, I actually uh, I wish I had my 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 journal right here. But every like on the top of every page. Yeah. Uh, so I I put I put the date, and then I put my my to do uh, 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 tinker thinker. Yeah. And then uh, on the right hand side of the page, I put Nantucket. That's awesome. So every that's day, awesome. That's a great example. Like every day I touch it. Yeah. That's how it, that's how it stays real. Yeah. It is my, it's like that's, I touch it every day. Right. That's your touchstone. I think, you know, that is key. Cause like, why am I doing this? So you get up every day. It's like, Oh, I have to do this. I have to do that. It's, it's like, no, 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 wait, you don't have to, you really have to so you choose to and be, connecting to the reason that you're choosing to do and i think right. for adults with add that's particularly important is yeah, connecting exactly. to that you're choosing to do this because of a value or a goal or something that you want to do even if it feels uncomfortable even if the task itself is not intrinsically interesting right and, and i think and i think the like the the like a really important thing is you know to know so for me i like i have settled on this nantucket thing and yeah 
oh my god like if it doesn't happen i'm like i i will have to live to like 147 to make it you know if it, <laughs> if it keeps going to, to make it happen but you know you do have the ability to sort of change your yeah. destination right and i think that is like um uh i i worked with uh an, an agency owner recently really super smart guy um, you know, had wanted to start his own business and, you know, he built up an agency uh -huh. um, and they were like on like a $2 million run rate. Yeah. And like really a fantastic agency, super smart, great work, great people. Yeah. And, and during one of our conversations, he just started crying. Wow. And I asked him what was going on. Yeah. And he said, this is, he said, this is what I always wanted. And I don't like it. Wow. Wow. It's not, it's not what I thought it was going to be. Everybody, thanks so much. Marla Cummins, this has been a fantastic conversation. It has been enjoyable, expository, interesting. Uh, and I hope everybody listening thought that too. Uh, so uh, MarlaCummins.com, that's M-A-R-L-A-C-U-M-M-I-N-S.com. Uh, really check out, in the show notes, I'm going to put the link to... Uh, to the weekly planning blog post because honestly, guys, it is like a huge touchstone. Um, thank you. This has been a, just a great conversation. I, this has been uh, uh, this has been super fun. Thanks for inviting me, Tim. It really has been awesome. Really enjoyed it. Hey, it's Tim. Thanks for tuning into the Kilroy Report. Your support means a lot. If you liked this episode, hated this episode, whatever. Please leave your feedback at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you do that sort of thing. And if you're one of the brilliant people who love this, think about subscribing. It'll do you good. 